بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف المرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته أهلا وسهلا ومرحبا بكم Welcome back to our program where we reflect on the du'as from the Quran and Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam We look today at a du'a of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa salam mentioned in the Quran in surah number 26 from verses 83 to 89. Uh, the surah is called Ash-Shu'ara, and again, that's surah number 26, verses 83 to 89. These are the words as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches them to us, the dua of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, where he said, Rabbi habli hukman. O oh my Lord, grant me wisdom. Rabbi habli hukman. Wa alhiqni bisalihin. And join me up with the righteous. Waja'alli lisana sidqin fil akhirin. And give me a true tongue, a true mentioning, in other words, among the later generations. Waja'alni min warathati jannatin na'im. Waja'alni and make me min warathati from the inheritors jannatin na'im of the garden of bliss. In other words, jannah. Wala tukhzini. And do not disgrace me يَوْمَ يُبْعَثُونَ On the day when they would be resurrected. يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالٌ وَلَا بَنُونَ A day when no money, in other words, no wealth, would be of any benefit. وَلَا بَنُونَ Nor any children. إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَى اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ Except for the one who comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a sound heart. So, this dua should sound familiar, especially the last portion, often recited along with other supplications for people who pass away. It's not a dua specifically for somebody who passes away. As you can see, it's a dua for the individual reciting it. And the context of this particular supplication will reveal so much about the nature of the dua, what we should be feeling when we recite the dua, and the lessons that it contains. So, because it's a longer dua, I'd suggest to memorize it from the surah itself. So again, that reference is surah number 26, verses 83 to 89. And it's important that you follow the words along with their meanings because there's a part in the middle that is actually omitted. So before we get ahead of ourselves, we read from the Qur'an, that Nabi Ibrahim والسلام, is speaking to his people as he often did who worshipped idols and is calling them to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he also had dialogue with his father the, the person who the Quran refers to as his father there is some kalam about whether this was his biological father or his uncle who looked after him Allah knows best but the point being He's calling them to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because they, at that time, worshipped idols. So they say that they worship the idols and they are devoted to the idols. And Abu Ibrahim والسلام, is debating with them. And as he's debating with them, he's also turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for assistance. And he prays to Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal in this very state of his debate and his dialogue with his people. So he tells them, and in his way of telling them, he's actually speaking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he says, These idols of yours, they are enemies to me 
except Rabbil Alameen. In other words, only the Lord of all of the worlds. He is my, my Lord, my true Lord. Now he goes into a description of Allah with the people that he's communicating with. He says, He's the one who created me. He's the one who guides me. He's the one who feeds me and gives me drink. And when I become ill, he is the one who cures me. And the scholars of Tafsir point out the beautiful etiquette of Nabi Ibrahim والسلام, in saying that Allah feeds me, Allah gives me drink, Allah created me, Allah guides me. But when he speaks about illness, even though he knows as much as we do, that illness comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well. Except that with his adab ma'Allah, his etiquette with Allah, his proper conduct with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he doesn't attribute the illness to Allah. He doesn't say, and when he makes me ill, he says, when I become ill, فَهُوَ yashfin, He cures me. So he does attribute the cure to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he carries on and he says, وَالَّذِي يُمِيتُنِي ثُمَّ يُحْيِينَ And the one who will cause me to die and then resurrect me again. وَالَّذِي أَطْمَعُ now look how he transitions from describing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to a supplication directly to Allah azza wa jal. He says, And the one who I hope that he would forgive me for my sins on the day of recompense, in other words, the day of Qiyamah, then directly into a dua. Rabbi habli hukma. O my Lord, grant me wisdom. And what is wisdom? Wisdom here in this context could be understood as give me the knowledge and the wisdom to deal with this challenge in front of me. I have to face people who oppose believing in the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and my arguments are not exactly winning them over. Right? They're becoming more rebellious. So grant me the wisdom, teach me how I should deal with the situation that I find myself in. وَأَلْحِقْنِي بِالصَّالِحِينَ And join me with the righteous. So Nabi Ibrahim والسلام, was quite down about the fact that everyone around him, even his own family, they were not worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he longed for them to worship Allah. So here in his supplication, he asks Allah, Oh Allah, join me with the righteous. Which also teaches us that Allah is instructing Nabi Ibrahim to ask this and teaching us to ask for the same. So we should also aspire to be with righteous company. And bless me with honorable mention. Right? Lisana literally means tongue. So a tongue of truth would be a literal translation. But it refers to give me an honorable mentioning later on. Because we all desire that when we leave this world, we would have made a difference, a positive impact on the world. And that when people remember us, they remember us with a positive frame of mind. They, they recall us fondly as opposed to a neutral or even a negative recall. So he's asking Allah for not only for a good mention, but 
in order to get a good mansion, you also have to live a really good life. So this is a wise way of asking for a good life, success in one's mission, by asking that when I pass away, may my legacy be good, subhanAllah. Then he carries on and he says, وَجَعَلْنِي مِنْ وَرَثَةِ جَنَّةِ النَّعِيمِ And make me of the inheritors of the garden of eternity, the garden of delight. Now this is in verse number 86 and this is not included in the part of the supplication that we should make because it may not apply to us. He says, And forgive my father. He was among those who had gone astray. Now there's some discussion here because one is not allowed to pray for those who were idol worshippers or disbelievers when they passed away. But Nabi Ibrahim was still to learn of this, so he included a supplication for his father in this prayer. The other, uh, the other interpretation, of course, is that his father had not yet passed away at this stage, so he could still pray for his guidance. And then he carries on. So again, if we don't have a father who had gone astray from the Sirat al-Mustaqim, then perhaps just leave that segment out of your supplication and then proceed to the next verse which says, وَلَا يَوْمَ وَلَا And do not disgrace me or bring uh, disappointment to me يَوْمَ يُبْعَثُونَ On the day that they will be resurrected. Now notice here, he's supplicating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but at the same time, He's teaching those around him that they will be resurrected. Even though he's also going to be resurrected, but he's specifically saying they so that the others around him can also take heed of the fact that he is an afterlife. And then he says, That day when no wealth will benefit, nor any children. Only those who come to Allah with a sound heart, a pure heart. A heart filled with faith, a heart filled with iman, and a heart filled with goodness. Only that person will benefit on the day of Qiyamah. So through this supplication, in his difficult times, in, in his specific, uh, specific difficult situation, Nabi Ibrahim wasalam, manages to ask Allah for such beautiful requests for this life and the year after, and give da'wah to those around him at the same time. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us such beautiful supplication, such such meaningful interaction with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Until next time, wassalamun ala al-mursaleen, walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.